Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises. Today is Wednesday, June 26th. And guys, I have an announcement to make. This is, this is going to be tough for me, so just, just bear with me, okay? Um, I have something that I've come to terms with, and uh, after seeing a couple pictures this weekend, I, I think I can come out with this. So, Shoot. Uh, guys, I, I, I'm fat. I'm, I'm fat. <laughs> I, uh, I have realized that my, uh, I no longer have a chin. It's just a neck, I think. Um, but I have some good news though about it. So I think NASCAR has solved the obesity problem in America. With, oh, that's uh, right. Yes. So I believe that NASCAR has officially solved the obesity problem in America at Sonoma. If they just do 20 races at Sonoma, I think that I could lose the weight that I need to lose if I just hang out in the fan zone by the carousel in turn one. I mean, oh, for sure. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the Gluck video that he posted on Sunday about like just fans running back and forth on restarts and all that but man if you're doing that in the california sun you are gonna shed some weight by the end of that if you're not you know drinking or anything (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah we've had a we had a pretty interesting weekend of racing for the most part uh besides me finding out that i uh have two chins uh we had some you know decent dominating performances with some good midfield battles going on and you know we can go ahead and just jump right into sonoma since that was the only race that seemed to finish within two seconds of each other. So uh, let, let's hop into it. Martin Truex Jr., uh, really, really good at road courses all of a sudden. Yeah, so last week when, when we were given our picks, I really wanted to pick MTJ because if you look at his numbers since 2017 at Watkins Glen, he won that race, won Sonoma last year, finished second at Watkins Glen in 2018, should have won the Roval, and now he wins here at the new Sonoma with the carousels. That's... Almost five wins in a row for that man on road courses. And I know there's no road course ringers anymore because Dinger's gone and you can't really uh, yeah. put a guy into well, a competitive yeah, car now. Uh, so it's, it's – I, I mean, it's obvious now to me, at least, that he is the clear favorite heading into Watkins Glen in a couple months. It, well, he's the clear favorite not named Joey Logano. Well, oh, that's the extended race. We all know that the uh, Joel <laughs> okay, Invitational, yes. 
Okay. Oh, and also, I want to say uh, welcome back, Alex. Alex has rejoined the podcast this week. Say hi to everyone, Alex. I forgot to actually introduce you guys. My bad. Yeah. What's going? What's going on, guys? <laughs> I was very excited to let everyone know about my weight problems. So. <laughs> At this um, point, they know who we are. Yeah. Well, at this point, if you don't know, my name is Anthony. I'm joined by Kevin. Say hi. Hi. And of course, our boy Alex Torres, who is uh, basically the man, the myth, the legend behind JDM. So. What's up, everybody? Um, so, yeah, Alex, you, you didn't get to see the race, unfortunately, on Sunday, did you? No, you caught I, the replay, though. Uh, 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 I haven't seen any part of that race because I was uh, well, busy being an, uh, an uncle to my niece and nephew and hanging out with them and screwing up my back and <laughs> just all that fun stuff. So I also – I just moved back uh, to Fort Lauderdale. I, too, have also lifted with my back, so I, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, well, I I mean, we we took my niece and nephew to like, this trampoline park thing. Oh no, you played yourself. Yeah, that is not a no, good. No, so so like thing I, to do. <laughs> I started off like super solid. So like they have a foam pit and I was jumping into the foam pit doing, you know, like uh what what are they called? Like McTwist, like it's a 180 flip. Sure, the thing that Sean White created. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was doing that all day, no problem. And then I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to get a little ballsy, and I'm, I'm going to do a gainer. And mind you, I'd never done a gainer in my entire life. Like, I've tried right, I'm going to need a quick elaboration on what I'm I sorry. For, for, okay. for the uncool kids like me, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so a gainer is when you jump forward off of whatever spring pad you have, a trampoline or a diving board. So you're jumping forward, but at the same time, you're doing it backwards. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so, so I I successfully landed my first gainer this weekend. Okay. But then my brother's like, "Hey, why don't you jump off this seven foot tall box onto the super springy trampoline?" Mm. And I was like, "Oh, hell yeah, man! That'd be awesome!" And the minute I landed, my whole spine compressed, and it knocked the wind out of me. And oh, then I, had man. My, I had Love my the- sister. I had my sister-in-law telling, telling my niece and nephew, hey, you know, it's space time. Give him space. Give him space. So that, like, my back's still messed up from it, so. See, you, you let your ego get the best of you there. And, and, oh, and for sure. That's how, the mo- that's how most injuries, unfortunately, happen these days. I, I had that happen to me at Bonnaroo. I hyperextended my knee trying to play football and be, be cool, and then I couldn't walk for the next two days. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, so, uh, those are our intros right there. So we can go back into Sonoma real quick. So yeah, the finish itself, you know, it was exciting to see Kyle Bush come through, but to be honest, the real story was Matt Benedetto finishing oh, yeah. fourth place and just running train on the rest of the field. It just didn't, they were just standing still when he would come to them. And I, I appreciate Fox giving him TV time, showing him actually making moves, him and Denny Hamlin, who were, it was clearly more exciting than the top two just kind of barely making any ground on the minus one of a Wallace got in the way. So, I mean, shouts yeah. out to Fox almost doing a good job. Almost, almost. is the key word. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I think a lot of people tend to write off the Benedetto. And, yeah. Uh, he's just in the 95 car. The 95 car isn't anything. But I'll tell you what, when they put together their runs or their game plan or strategy or however you want to call it, they're, they're a force to be reckoned with. 
Absolutely. Mike Wheeler was on his game, like on his absolute A game, pretty much making those pit road calls. Like Matt, Matt was just ducking down pit road at the exact moment he needed to every single time. And strategy worked out, and clearly strategy is, again, king at uh, Sonoma. There was no cautions again this year, it felt like. But and, I, well, no, there was no cautions this year. I, I don't think it's, it's necessarily just pit strategy. I think Matt drove, from what oh, I was Matt. able to, to gather, I think he drove a really, really good race. Oh, yeah, Matt, absolutely. It also helps that he was out driving people out there. Yeah, like, he qualified... He was fast in practice, so I, I was qualified like, okay, 19th. maybe he'll have like a decent top 15 day. I qualified 19th, and yeah, with strategy and whatnot, probably some faster cars finished behind him due to strategy, but not many. Like, he definitely earned at least a top 10, and obviously he ended up with a fourth place finish. His career best, matching Levine Family's racing best ever finish, too. So that's huge for that team, especially because I feel like lately, all with all the Christopher Bell talk and whatnot, like, where is he going to end up? Is LFR going to kick out the Benedetto. Like, Benedetto, besides the Daytona 500, really hasn't had a great run. And now, coming off a fourth place finish, <laughs> going back to Daytona in a couple of weeks, this is going to be a, a big, really important time at the right time for, for Matt. He needs to keep running that uh, Daryl Waltrip scheme, even though, like, that was right. a one off thing. That, <laughs> was, that was the good luck charm right there. Bring it back we'll, to Darlington. We'll, we'll, we'll finally finish, like, beat to death the the horse that is the daryl walter retirement in a few minutes don't worry we'll we'll (laughs) we'll say our our final pieces about that hopefully forever this right um but yeah so other than that um other than matt to i think i have a question that has been on my mind i don't know if it's been on a lot of other guys' minds but is checking house a hack okay so i during the race i was so frustrated at chad canals because he I th- legitimately, I think William Byron could have won that race. He won. He oh, was, absolutely. When everyone pitted at the end um, of stage one, he, like, before anyone came in, he was five seconds in front of the field. Yeah, he had clean yeah. air, and he set a lot of simulator time on the track, but that is a good car with a good driver. Exactly. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's... while he did end up finishing 19th being William Byron, he did collect the fifth most points, which I think... Mm-hmm is huge considering he's right on that playoff bubble. Right, but also winning the race just automatically locks you in, and I don't think Chad Knauss knows that yet. I think he's still playing for, like, the old chase where it's like, get the points now, and we'll win when we win. That's the thing. Like, I love what he... I would I would have loved what he did and accepted it throughout the entire race if he didn't have a car capable of the win, because that... Obviously, playoff points, whatnot, that's more important. That, like, if you win the race, you're likely in. Yeah. Um, but he prioritized straight up points over winning a race when I think he could have won a race. Now, if he would have had the, I don't know, fifth best car and had the same strategy, I would have been praising Chad Canals for what he was mm-hmm. doing. That's super yeah. smart. But because he, I felt, at least in I feel like that he could have had the win, I'm not really sure about it. But he isn't. A better point situation now than he was before. So at the end of the day, I'm I'm still gonna say good job, Chad Canals, even though I'm not super happy about what I'm happened. gonna I'm gonna play explain to Alex real quick. So William Byron led like all the laps in the first stage and dominated. Like he had a 10 second lead going into the uh to the yeah. stage to the finish. So just giving you that little heads up there. 
He's on mute oh. right now. Okay. Okay. I think he's. <laughs> no, I think he, I, I, no it's okay. It's <laughs> I, was, okay. I was walking inside. My Wi-Fi was killing me outside. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so I mean, I think that like when Chad Knauss um was working with Jimmy Johnson, I think that Knauss was also making really stupid calls. That and Jimmy was like, "Wait, no, like, let me be your voice of reason here. I'm really fucking good, and I can actually like you know." <laughs> Um, so I don't know, maybe William Byron is too afraid to speak about bad strategy, but again, I mean, fifth best points, that's fine. Like you had a good point today. Yeah. It's going to help you in the long run, but a win also just locks you in. So that, yeah. I don't know, you know, maybe Will, Willie was just like, you know, oh, I, I don't know, man. I don't think I can hold off Truex who is like in, just... in hindsight, he probably should have, uh, or at least canal stay out. I like the stage one victory stage, but then. If he figured out that like maybe Truex and Bush would straight up beat him and like they would have beat mm-hmm. him anyways, yeah. Hit at the end of stage two, then have the track position for stage three, and I feel like he just the, the nine or ten points. I think he got nine points yet. in stage two. Yeah. Um, and he finished nineteenth. So yeah. even if he gets a top ten without the stage two points, that's a net even. So then up above, I feel like he could have ran top five. Yeah, there's a lot of guys who kind of finished in that area, like Swartz, yeah. or as Keselowski. Um, I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised Stenhouse kind of shit the bed, but you know, there's a lot of guys that finished around there that the I Chevy thought would have better days in general. Uh, and also, also unfortunate, so so unfortunate for all the Hendrick guys, really, because Chase Elliott had a mechanic, an engine issue, which I just don't really see that happen too often in 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 this season. And yeah, if it does happen. It feels like Gibbs is the one that has the issues, and and. Also, Alex Byron or Alex Byron, who 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 is that? Who's that? Um, Alex Bowman uh, drove the last twenty or so laps without any power steering. That's just yeah, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, I was wondering why he was falling back because he was top ten in most of that um, final stage and was just kind of dropping like a rock. Makes sense now, but I mean, the fact that he was able to hold it in fourteenth, I mean. You know, that's very, very impressive. Bowman continues to impress me this season. I, I can't wait to see him in victory lane. Um, so, yeah, I'm last thing I want to say is that stages, I don't want them in road courses anymore. If it's not for, like, if we don't get late race cautions, it's just kind of like, I don't know. How do you feel about it? I'll let Alex speak first because I have a very strong opinion on this. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I think the stage breaks are okay. For road courses but i don't i don't think we should be taking away laps yeah sense. i mean everyone everyone is pretty much almost in agreement that we shouldn't be losing so many laps under these stage cautions because i i think you know if they were to what was it 90 laps total this mm-hmm. weekend yeah mm-hmm. i mean if, if they were to race 90 straight laps just wide open as much as they can get like that's a lot that's a lot of stress. It's a lot out, you know, out out on your body. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I think the stage breaks are, are warranted, but I think for road course racing, they should freeze the lap count and and let them actually go back at it after uh, pit stops and everything, and then start counting laps again. I I'm I, that's pretty much the idea that I would have to Kevin go nuts, please. All right, so. For me, the people that say stage racing has ruined road course racing are... I just don't think they're thinking clearly, because like the Gluck poll that uh, you know, he does, was it a good race? Yes. 
ever since stages have come out, Sonoma has been poor. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the last two races before Sonoma, with stage racing being Watkins Glen and the Roval, those races ranked at 94 and 93%. Like, I know it was a first-time one for Chase Elliott and then Sane finished at the Roval, but, like, throughout, those races were great. Yeah, so well... I don't feel like it's a road course problem. I, like, I just think it's a Sonoma problem for whatever reason. Maybe it's the track they like i guess maybe they get spread out more because of all the tight turns whereas Mm -hmm. there's more of a flow and you can fall easier at um walk and stun or and i guess the roval too i like i I like stages because especially being at the track i'm like damn i hate to miss any green flag action when i was at atlanta i was like i gotta piss get some food and i did all that and made it back for the green flag on time yeah i feel that I mean, I rushed, obviously, to do it. It's not like it's a super long break, but... And, like, mid-race strategy, you know these races, like... Super yeah. goal in the middle, and it's like, oh, I wish there was something, some action. It's like, well, here's here's a restart. Here's yeah, some, here's, here's, here's your manufactured caution. Yeah. I mean, yeah, during the Roval, when I was at the... Um, I was able to switch uh, sections from, like, turn four to the start-finish line and, like, take a piss and drink two beers so it was yeah. like you know it, it was it, it it helps out i see like the vision but also you know it's i, I mean yeah I, I see what alex says just don't count those laps but i mean even if like you know you could like just add more laps too this is a two and a half hour race like, yeah i don't i don't think that would be a bad option uh like i mean but i feel like at I that know, point like you can't have another you can't have Oh, we can't we can't count the road courses, the laps here, but we can count them at other places. I feel like all races need to have the same rules, and I think yeah, but all that. tracks were not created equally, so that is true. true. That's true. why I hate that the Coke Six Hundred has four stages. Yes, see, exactly. They can change rules there whenever they fucking exactly. please. Like but... that, that's the one thing that probably the pisses me off the most right now in NASCAR. Like, I mean, I like stages, but keep it consistent with. Mm. Every race, I don't know. That's just but I, I think with the Coke 600, it is the longest race. See, I get that. And it should even test endurance more by having a 200-lap final stage. That's just I, me. I, I, maybe I'm partial. No, I, I get why they do it. Yeah, it's the longest race. And it, it, I mean, obviously, this past Coke 600 was phenomenal. Um, I mean, I but, but remember, remember before they had stages, those guys raced consecutively like there were no stages yeah yeah and it was a like it was a more of a endurance test of of not only machine but driver Mm -hmm. and and i i think at least for the 600 there shouldn't be any stages it's the most grueling race on the schedule yeah why why not make it the most grueling race you know? Because, I mean, if they want to make it more grueling, let's just make it 1,200 miles and just keep four stage races. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> I would be I honest. Mean, well, no, think... one, no one's awake by the time. If you've watched the first two races, no one's awake by lap like 300 of the Coke 600. <laughs> I, you know, think... I, I, I saw Darling a picture thin. of Reddit of some girl passed out. Damn. Yeah, that would. that's usually me on Memorial Day weekend. I'm normally <laughs> passed out by, by the Coke 600. <laughs> I think Darlington <laughs> is probably the more challenging race just because you have to ride like the there is no option to ride beside next to the wall and it's still a long race and the 
South Carolina Heat on Labor Day weekend. I, I just it's brutal. It's brutal. I went there in 2016. I had an awesome time, but I was like, damn, I am beat. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, re- I remember that, that weekend. I remember I was walking on pit road, and our pit boxes were out there, but they weren't in the actual stalls yet. And my team owner was sitting under one of our pit boxes just chugging water. I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's got it's got to be hot if you're doing this. Yeah, yeah. No, I I'm I need to go to that race. I need to experience that heat. Like, head on. it's awesome. And I know the one year that I do go, it ends up either being like cold or rained out. So, ah, I don't. Um, has Duncan had rain issues since they went back? I remember the- one yeah. time. One two, time, it, two years ago or three years ago, the hurricane came through. Oh, I, during race weekend. Yeah, the year that Edwards won because or... we drove down there. When yeah, the rain... okay. I remember 2002. The rain bands were coming the in. Bush race got rained out. I and then I remember instead of being a two day show, we had a one day show because I moved mm-hmm. everything just to one day. Uh, oh, I I think that might have been 2016. Yeah. I think that's when I was there. Yeah, I remember that now. How do you oh, now? You remember that? <laughs> I I mean, I we were only there for Sunday, so that's fair. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. No, oh, tw- 2003 Darlington almost, like, it looked like it was going to rain that entire time when Craven and uh, Bush <laughs> were going side by side. It's all good. I can I can fix that. Um, all right. Push so... out to the pupper in the park. Yeah, yeah shouts out to he... the good boy. Um... <laughs> He's trying to play with me, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just cool it real quick there. Um, so, any other thoughts from Snow? Uh, I mean, if I'm grading the race, I'm probably giving that a 5. Are, are we... Because it was good to see Bush make a comeback, but Bush's tires were completely shredded by us by the time he got a second yeah. behind uh, MTJ, and it made no difference anymore. Bubba almost ruined everything, and I yeah. was actually kind of here for it. I was like, "Bubba, please just spin." But are, are we talking? Are we going to talk K N? Yeah, we're we absolutely Sonoma. Going to talk K N? I was just saying, like, end it, like Sonoma thoughts for Cup. I, I mean, I, I like the race, especially after watching. Uh, IndyCar and hearing about F1 because there was an actual battle for the finish, but at the same time, it wasn't like the most exciting race. Probably not going to go back and watch any of it. Um, you don't really need to. I can tell you everything that happened in Indy for in the midfield battles. No, I mean for Sonoma. Like I'm probably like oh, I know it oh. happened. I'm glad I'm I, I'm glad I watched it, um, but I won't like go back and see any highlights of the the race just because there wasn't really think- anything that really jumped out. But let's, I think let's go ahead. Go on. No, you go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say, but let's really talk about Priest's statement. Yeah, uh, that was captured. <laughs> let's let's dive into that just for a wee minute. So, for those who don't it's know, a, listening, the K N race, uh, which was Saturday, so the day before the Cup race at Sonoma, had a very very controversial finish and ruling because of a. Mm-hmm. Jumped restart decision. Allegedly, there's allegedly. Air there is absolutely air quotes. By NASCAR said Ryan Priest jumped the restart at the end, and because of that, uh, Noah Gregson ended up winning the yes. race. Noah somehow ended up with the win. I think Noah was in third or fourth on the restart too. Uh, yes, but even Hemrick, Hemrick was Hemrick. so blown away by the call, he was like, oh, "I'm just done racing now. See you later." Yeah, Hemrick, who started alongside Priest on the final restart, was like, "Yeah, he didn't." jump <laughs> so, so, I'll, I'll so, speak, yeah. so 
I, I watched Priest's comments to Claire B. Lang, and I watched it probably three or four times. And the one thing that stuck out in my mind was that Priest is absolutely right. Yeah. I, I, it, it's, it's not Priest's fault for being a smart driver and for his team running, quote-unquote, the perfect race for him. And he, he even said, like, I heard him shift into second or shift down into first or whatever the shift was, mm-hmm. and that got me thinking. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think Priest, Priest was just in saying that, you know, it is NASCAR sandbox and we're just playing in it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree. How, however, what strikes me the most is he Priest, the way Priest handled that, is the exact same priest that I remember when he drove for us. Yeah, so, I, mean, I, I loved, I loved his attitude. Honestly, I was, I had no problem with it because he had every reason to be pissed off, and he had every reason. I'm sure that NASCAR gave him a nice little envelope with a little bit of money that he owes him now. But I mean, honestly, God, I have no problem with it. I, drivers need that attitude, and I, he has every reason to be pissed off, especially after we've seen two restarts that actually looked like jump starts that weren't called in the past. So, and you know me, you know my stance on that. So I don't have to keep going into how I feel about Logano and Kozlowski. Yeah, I'd but, say Kozlowski and Logano's infractions were more obvious than Priest's, and Priest's yeah. is the one that got called. But, but I don't know if it's because it's the K&N officials or what. No, I, mean, the, I can't imagine they're using very different stewards, but you would probably know more yeah. than you would. would no, the, the, the same... I, I mean, we don't call them stewards. I call them stewards because if they're going to make stupid calls, I'm calling them by their F1 names. (laughs) So basically, (laughs) it's the same organization. Now, granted, this is how I understand it. So it's not like this is the Bible or this is the law or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's the same organization. Typically, uh, you see, like for us, we see the same officials week after week that do both Xfinity and Cup. Mm-hmm. So I like we we see those same people week after week. Now mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if there's K and N only people because they have two divisions, East and the West. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they both came together for this race too. So yeah, so I don't know if there's a I th- what's the word that is a good point because I'm not really sure if like how different like the specific rules are for like the K&N series. I, I mean, they don't have stages for starters. They, I don't think there's a caution or not a caution clock, like a pit road repair clock. I don't think they have that. But uh, I, in K&N. Thing, I mean, they don't even have thing, pit road on most tracks. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think it's like the same officials that you would see at an Xfinity or Cup or even trucks for that yeah. matter doing the K&N race. I think K&N, even though it's under NASCAR body, I think they have their own officials that that call the race. But, you know, let me just reiterate this. At the end of the day, they're human. They can make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. But for them to not say, hey, we made a mistake, I mean. This is, I, this is why robots are going to take over officiating in, like, every like sport. I, <laughs> I just, I, you know, it, no, it, when Daniel Hemmer came out and said, hey, there's no way he jumped the restart. You know, he did his, you know, 
he did yeah. what he, exactly what he was supposed to do, and he got penalized for it, and that's kind of kind of BS. But I, th- you know, at the end of the day, wait, Hemrick got penalized for saying that. No, Hemrick said that about Priest. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if Hemrick got penalized yeah. for, for saying that he did not jump but, restart, but I am. Just, I, I didn't know this was communist NASCAR. But <laughs> I mean, the the joke, like so. Obviously, there are a couple of people on the team that know who Priest is, and and the joke is like he's gonna have yeah. random pit road penalties for the next three races for for saying what he did. Yeah. Now, granted, I I have full trust and faith in NASCAR that that's not going to happen, that mm-hmm. they'll, uh, you know, allow freedom of speech and freedom of expression and, and you know, the right to disagree with the call. But I, I'm, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm slightly curious to see where that goes. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with pre-sound row, but we'll eventually figure that one out, I guess. Um, so any other thoughts? Nope. From Sonoma. Um, by the W. Larson oh. got a top ten. I'm yes, happy Larson finally got a top ten. Bad things happen, and he finally and he still. Well, I mean, that's he got helped by the fact that Bowman steering <laughs> gave up. So yeah. Um, hey, I'll take it. Eric Jones got a top ten. He looked like he was going to have an atrocious day. Eric Jones, yeah, officially because last last year when he started his summer thing, it started at Sonoma. He's back again, baby. Wow, who it's who thought the. All of um, uh, Joe Gibbs got top tens today, so I mean, that's good, crazy. Good, good, good all for them. all of are... the competitive Toyotas finished in the top eight. That's unreal, really. <laughs> that's crazy. And Joe Gibbs is now the winningest car owner of all time, also counting all divisions of NASCAR. So, congrats, Joe oh, Gibbs. I didn't know that. That's cool. Wow. That... Yeah. I mean, I saw it on like Toyota's thing. I think they were being very, very like you know, just kind of like forgiving. Uh... I guess I don't know, but I guess he has like over two hundred and something wins. <sighs> in all divisions of NASCAR, which I guess hey, I'm Toyota, I'm I'd have to assume that passes uh, cool. Rick Hendrick. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I mean, just... Hendrick only runs Cup, so. Think about Hendrick, how many wins. Hendrick did run, um, sorry, uh, Hendrick ran Xfinity in truck also. Oh, did he? Oh. Yeah. TIL? Think, yeah, I mean, Kyle Busch won think, championship. Think about how many him, wins uh, Kyle Busch has just Xfinity. himself and <laughs> how long – and how long he's been associated with Toyota? Yeah, that's why I said lenient because I don't think they're. I think they're combining the KBM and uh, Joe Gibbs wins together. Okay. Well, which I mean, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I don't really. You know, I mean, good but, for Joe Gibbs. But you got you got to be honest. I mean, the KBM trucks really are just Gibbs trucks. No. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? We all know that. That's like not really too much of a surprise. And um, Kevin Harvick finishes in the top ten again, very just quietly all day until DeBenedetto passed him. Which yeah. again, uh, DeBenedetto just looked like an absolute pro's pro getting around these cars. Yeah, I remember um, looking up and I was like, "Where the hell did Harvick come from?" Because Harvick really is literally just in the top all. four all day, and you're like, yeah. "Wait, who's who's this guy?" Yeah. <laughs> um, and and Ryan Blaney in third. God bless man, he just kind of hung out in third place all day. It felt like Blaney's a good road racer. Blaney is no, I mean, it, and he was. I was hoping that the same thing would happen at um uh, here that happened at Charlotte. There's Kyle Busch catches. Oh him yeah, I was waiting for out. it. <laughs> I was like, oh please, please let this happen again. This would uh-huh. be perfect. Um, so any, so we want to say bye to DW, or are we just kind of like audio? Bye. Yes, NBC time. Bye. bye. We'll miss you. No, thank you, DW, though, for like. Because when I started watching NASCAR in 2002, I loved the boogity, boogity, boogity. I was also seven years old, so that explains, like, where that demographic oh, yeah. was. But, I mean, 
you know, and and I'll have my little DW tribute. Um, but I I'm I'm gonna miss him a little bit. Uh, you know, next year will be kind of awkward not hearing DW in the booth. But if we do get Larry Mack back, I'll be very pleased with it. We See, I would have been. We had Larry Mack in the booth uh, on Sunday, so that was nice. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been a, a lot more sad and nostalgic if he would have retired at the end of what 2015 or 2016, whenever Gordon came mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Yeah, but that would make more sense. Because of what he's been putting on the table the last three years in terms of his broadcasting, um, I, I was just ready for it to be gone and done with. Well, now you get your boys back. You get Junior. You get, oh, you uh... damn right. NBC is back this weekend. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to hear Sly Job every single week. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, I, 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 I'd like to differ on that opinion. Go for it. I think, okay, so like me, I started watching that. 2009, 2010. Wow, I am the veteran on the show. Hell yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I know what DW's done for the sport. I've met him once or twice briefly. Very lucky. But, but I truly, I simply think that having an experienced racer that's as credentialed as he is, it's kind of invaluable to the booth. Now, granted, I would have liked to maybe see more of Jeff Gordon playing a, a, a bigger role and well, comparing, yeah. comparing and contrasting different because let's they're rivals. The way oh, yeah. they the the way they raced races is completely different, so their opinions mm-hmm. are going to be different. Their method, you know, what is it? Methodologies. Methodologies. Yeah, that, that, that's the correct word. I'm are, sure. Are, are going to be different. The way they see the race is going to be different. So, I mean, I, I would have liked to see more, I I don't know, tit for tat, I guess, between them. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I think what DW has brought to the sport is nothing short of amazing. And I'm sad that he's going. Yeah, it'll be it'll be very awkward, but we'll we'll figure that out next February when we yeah. get when we get so, back to Fox r- eventually. Well, rumors have it that Jamie Mack's taking his spot. But I why? thought the rumors Larry Mack was just doing a two man booth. Yeah, Larry Mack is so capable. What are we talking about here? Yeah. Mike, Mike, Larry, and Jeff, perfect. Then a Stern that- tweeted out that Fox is just looking to have a two man booth, which I I like the idea of it. I think sometimes. Less is it more. It works in the NFL, but I mean, yeah, I, I think I think less is more. Yeah, but I like the way NBC does it because they don't shove them all in the same booth; they break them up, mm-hmm. and they like have different parts of the race where they say stuff. Um, but I don't, I, I don't remember watching any race where there was just a two-man booth. Did well, they used I, to do that? I, no, I literally no, can't think I of think a race that has. I think it's always maybe been three. Eighty early eighties. Because it was like Squire and Jarrett. I think Jarrett came in the mid '80s, but I don't, I don't, don't quote me on that. Yeah, like TV coverage uh, is probably top three important things about making NASCAR good. If if I had to say it like that, so I would yeah. Because say... I mean, if unless you are intelligent like me and and watch the race with the MRN going on in the background, you're probably <laughs> having to listen to the guys on TV. Yeah, so like I. It's going to be super interesting how things play out because this, I mean, they could be, if it like, if they knock it out of the park next year, if they actually go, do go to a two man booth and maybe in 2025 when the new TV contracts are up, whoever is the networks will be like, all right, we only need two. So that's, I guess, less mm-hmm. cost overall. So 
I, I'd see two people in the booth and have more people on pit road. I like that. Yeah. Co- covering more. Because <laughs> trust me, be... two yeah, people. So, like, in the Xfinity the last couple of races, there's been two people covering all 38 cars. That's Crazy. a lot of information. So, like, I feel like if they had more people on pit road specifically for, like, five or six cars a piece, they could actually dial in and get really in-depth with information, which would make the commentary a lot better from the technical side. I would like to see Larry Mack just sweating bullets on pit road. I think that would be <laughs> hilarious. I don't know why. Hello? Did I lose you guys? Yeah, nope. you or robot mode again, right? Yeah, there, right I'm back. going. I'm. I'm sorry. So if I keep cutting in and out uh, to the viewers at home, I apologize. My um, internet stinks. Shouts out AT and C. Please sponsor us. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Well, hopefully we can figure out who. If Jamie, we'll hopefully we'll get some news. Soon. I feel like Fox usually starts giving us tidbits about the next season. I feel like around September, so we'll probably know more about that. So, moving on, are you guys have any ratings for Sonoma for the weekend? Or I I, I can't say anything because I didn't watch it. So zero point zero. Wow, a very <laughs> a very polarizing score from Alex this week. Uh, Kevin, well, yeah, six five. Okay, well, I already said five point nine, five point five area. So, all right, well, okay, perfect. So we can move on to the race that was actually really, really good this weekend. Um, so Gateway, the trucks once again put on a show, and once again, Ross Chastain finds himself in victory lane, smashing watermelons. And this time, it was legal. Points were given, and the man just now has to get into the top twenty in points to make the chase. And I mean. Guys, I think it's I think it's Ross's year. I mean, this is this is unreal. This run he's on. You, yeah. you know, you know, the only person stopping him himself is himself. Yeah, himself. Damn. Right. Ev- ev- everything is going the melon man's way right now. Mm-hmm. It's everything. it's really just so much fun to watch. Because I mean, that was such a ballsy call by his crew. Oh yeah, no tires. You have two of the best trucks in the whole series behind you, albeit driven by inexperienced drivers, but still really good trucks. And you are able to not not only hold them off, but pretty much drive away on the last three laps. It's unreal. Those tires had to have been like, they were what, 60 laps old at that point? I don't even know if they got changed in the last stage. Do you well, the thing know? is, one side was not changed. So he had been running the, like half of those tires for like almost 80 laps. What's up, though, Alex? Do you want to know where he got that talent from? Uh, go go for it. Tell me. Give me. Give me. This, give me some hints. The early days of Johnny Davis. Hey. When when Amen. when he first came, he he would run a lot of scrub sets of tires. Really? Oh yeah. And, and well, I mean, it, it clearly played out in right in his favor this weekend. So so with his experience running our cars when he first started and learning how to make the most out of cars that don't necessarily have sticker tires. I think that's what helped him. <laughs> yeah, is my, clearly. That's no, my I, I, I hadn't thought about that before, but that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, that that's definitely has shown where the experience for Ross Chastain has come from at this point. I mean, he looks like a seasoned veteran out there. And I mean, he pretty much is a seasoned veteran at this rate. I was going to say, um, 
I think he he's already past season veteran. Yeah, I mean, if he just gets to the top twenty, we are going to have a very fun chase. Well, here, here, I'm very excited. here's the thing: he's what 36, 38 points out right now. Um, I saw after that said he was less 38. than thirty-eight. It's thirty-eight. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. That's so just one. That's one race. That's yeah. one race. If he finishes second or third, <laughs> and, and gets and, stage and points. stage points, yeah. That's and the guy race. that he's coming in 20th finishes in last. Or doesn't no. race. <laughs> I mean, I think there. I think somebody told me that there's only 13 or 14 consistent trucks at race. Yeah. Yeah, I think 20th right now is Jesse Little, and he doesn't even run at all the races. Wow. Yeah. Ross has this in the bag. This oh, is yeah. way oh, easier than when, like, this is way easier than I think it was uh, Kyle Bush or, like, I, Tony Stewart had a uh, waiver when he won in. 20s at Sonoma, right? Uh, yes, because he got hurt earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think that he has that in the bag, but hey, shouts out Todd Gilliland. We, we talk a lot of trash about him, but he finished second, even though he took out his teammates. So. <laughs> well, okay, he didn't take out his teammate. Yeah, he, he pulled a slide job, and Stuart Friesen was like, nah, I ain't lifting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Friesen got third place, and Friesen is just casually like he's the season second place right now in the uh, in like actual points, I believe. So the top, it's it's so funny. The top four right now in truck points don't have a win, but positions, uh, whatever Ross is in fifth, sixth, uh, and eighth or tenth or whatever, because Sauter has a win, right? It's like, yeah, well, Sauter does have a win. The top of the standings don't have wins, but the guys farther down do. It's kind of weird to see. It's very, it's a very confusing process. Yeah, so like there, there's a legit possibility that only like the top two in trucks points actually make it. Yeah, is there's a huge possibility Matt Crafton does yeah. not make the uh, the chases here, and this is putting a lot of pressure because there's a lot of races. I think there's like eight or nine races until the cutoff. E6. No, less, less oh, six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought there was a little bit more. I, th- I guess I'm thinking Xfinity already. Um, I think Crafton and Rhodes are like right there. And as if once Ross, I don't know, Crafton wins a race this year, honestly. Yeah. But if one guy, like, I don't know, like a Tyler Ankrum or something, or uh, who else is in there? Sheldon Creed. Uh, well, he's in. Just... Yeah. If, yeah. If, if Creed wins, which he's shown speed like a Dover. Um, yeah. So if he gets, if like Creed wins, let's say, I think Ben Rhodes. Or Crafton, who are like plus 100 on the cut line right now, would be out if, if they don't respond. Tyler Dipple's in 11th right now. What is what track does he yeah, on? Yeah, I don't, I don't even, I don't think I've ever seen isn't, this isn't person that before. That O2? Probably is. I have literally, I don't okay. think I've ever seen that truck before in my life. Jordan Anderson's in 13th, and I, I'm just uh, rattling off the guys that have dude, run. Dude, like Gus dude, Dean is. Let, let me take a minute and brag on my board, Jordan. What oh yeah, no, Texas. we talk very highly of Jordan here. Yeah. That's actually, you know what? I need to get him on the podcast. That'd be oh my god, that would be awesome. Jordan, Jordan is like a Reddit sweetheart, and honestly, one of the, mm-hmm. the more like his glow up at Dover. That is one of my favorite pictures. Like, of oh yeah, year. that is that is one of my like, wow, this man really has come a long way, and it's just it's a huge shouts out. So I mean, you know, if he if he can get a win, like he's obviously right there, you know. Um, so what is it? No, Talladega is in the chase, right? Yes. I'm trying to think of well, Eldora is is kind of a crapshoot. Eldora's kind um, of yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for Eldora. But yeah, out of that, there's only like thirteen trucks that have eleven starts this season. Okay, fourteen, Ross. Um, but yeah, I mean God, it's gonna get exciting to see what happens there. Exactly. 
And you look at the cars, the trucks that are in front of him, it's just like Austin Wade Self, Gustine, Alfredo, Roper. I'm not going to pronounce that name because I can't. Natalie Decker. Oh, Natalie. Uh, she almost oh, she made the stage three this time. Yeah, we almost had it. I was so excited for her. She, she posted something on Instagram. She was like, we were having a great run in 17th. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think by her turn was a great run. Great run. Like we, we, were, we haven't crashed yet, and we were in 17th. Um, you know what was funny? I was watching the ARCA race. It was, I was at a bar, and I was watching the ARCA race behind um, the truck race. I already knew who won the ARCA race, but I wanted to see like how they were running who compared won? to the trucks. I believe it was uh, – was it? Ty Gibbs, right? Yeah, Ty Gibbs. Yeah. I, I want to say Quig is almost incorrect. Um, first Arco one. So he, he moved. Uh, who did he move at the last? I think it was. He was in the truck race. He moved someone uh, at the last the last turn. To, uh, it was um man. I know the name, and not at the top of my Do head. Do you? Do you know the X? name? Well, it was X. Oh, Christian Eckes. Okay. Christian. Oh, it's Eckes. I keep calling yeah. him X for some reason. Yeah, he I'm, was in. Uh, I think he was in the fifty-one. Yeah, he was in the fifty-one. Yeah, which wait, I mean, hey, really shout out Kyle Busch giving these guys more rides and opportunities. Yeah. Love, I love Kyle Busch for it. Um, what was I gonna say? Well, Ankrum finished super down there. Oh yeah, no, what I was saying was Decker crashed, and then in the background, the fifty-four car in the Arco race had also crashed at the exact same time. <laughs> no way! And I way. was like, "Wow, this is." Dang. I couldn't believe it. If I had like my phone, <laughs> if my phone wasn't like dead or dying at the time, I would have filmed it because it was just unreal. I couldn't believe the timing on that. Was, are are those uh, Venturini cars or are those like? Um, Natalie Ugh. is in the. What, who's Natalie? I think yeah, it is. Or she's in. No, Natalie's in the Gil. She runs for David Gill. Oh yeah, no, for Arca. Yeah. Oh, Arca, I yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably Venerini. Yeah, because I, I know Nat, I know Natalie runs uh, DGR Crosley. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well learn something new every day. So Alex has to hop off in a bit. Do we want to jump ahead and we can come back and cover uh, IndyCar and F1 later? Do we want to jump ahead? Yeah, we'll absolutely. We'll, we'll we'll come back to the races that no cares about um <laughs> sorry so yeah let's go ahead and just talk chicago real quick so i mean this is gonna be a fun weekend you're uh flying out tomorrow i assume yeah oh boy uh what's the consensus for this weekend what are we looking for i don't know based on uh now i can't tell you what is on the report but i've never seen Ooh, a, a, a 30 page <laughs> tire report or a oh, tire. okay this, that should be interesting. Oh, oh. So every Xfinity race, they always seem to run out of tires. So that this is even going to be more. So exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to see a lot of tire wear. Please, oh, I it's love, Chicago. I love, oh, like yeah. I love races like that. That gets me excited. So this could be a wild card race, is what you're saying? Uh, I, I think so. I think it really, it's going to come down to who managed their tires the best and who, oh boy. who potentially saved a set. I was looking Tyler, at the TV. Tyler Reddick is chopping. It was oh yeah, I was looking at the TV schedule for Saturday, and from eleven to like seven thirty, it's just nonstop NASCAR coverage on NBCSN. Actually, believe it or not, I, I was in a conference call with NBCSN today, and oh, they cool. said um, Cup Cup days. I think it's Cup days that there there will be seven and a half to eight hours of continuous coverage. Wow! Imagine like a network. 
Network actually caring about NASCAR could not be. Wait, which which day? I'm really happy to hear that. That's awesome. So I, I, the guy who it was like the senior producer, like one of the big wigs of NBC SN or NBC Sports. He said like at least two hours of pre-race, two to two and a half hours, three hours or however long the average cup race is, which bring us to like five and a half hours. That's mm-hmm. insane. Three hours then, of pre-race with no wall trips. Unreal. No, two <laughs> two hours of pre-race. I mean, there's still no wall trips, so I don't see the three, problem. <laughs> three, three and a half hours of race coverage. Oh my God. And then I think they beautiful. said like an hour and a half Crazy two hours of post race coverage. Crazy. Wow, that's a lot of running down of dreams. And that's just all Sunday. Yeah, that's just Sunday cup races. This NBC is, awesome. is already killing it. <laughs> oh man, on um, top of their game. But then you know they 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 mentioned that they're bringing a lot of new elements in, like they're trying to do uh, grassroots racing. So yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, they're uh, they're wanting drivers to go back to their their local tracks and create stories and content from there to, to get people interested in going back to their local short track. Good. That's awesome. Um, Good. That's that, what, like, that's, that's so important for the sport right now. So I'm glad I'm mm-hmm. popping on that train. Yeah. It gets exposure our, for these young guys too. Yeah. Our boy, uh, boy Garrett said that he's, he's definitely going to try to be, you know, the leading voice with that. Going back to awesome. Atlanta awesome. and doing Bandoleros uh, or Legend Card. Yeah. I mean, Bubba's doing that right now. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Bubba's been mm-hmm. posting that on Instagram, and it's been getting me wanting to actually watch these races. I don't yeah, know if you so, saw the one, I think it was at Atlanta or Charlotte. Like, there was just a huge pile up in the beginning. Yeah, I was Charlotte. Like, 17, Charlotte. That was 17 cars right there on oh the first God. lap. Yeah, I, I know Bubba, who who's, in uh, he's an intern right now at Charlotte, so he always snaps me from the track. He was yesterday, he was, oh, man, there was a bunch, the buses were in, and he was like, this who, is the most. Who's your buddy? Uh, I don't know if I should say his name. Right, I can bleep it out. I can edit it. I can edit it. I don't know that guy. Yeah, he, I don't, he's, I don't he, know he actually goes here to FFU. Who is that guy? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, anyways, uh, yeah, Chicago Land's going to be awesome this weekend. So I God, think I can't wait for this tire fall off. So, Alex, you can make your picks really quickly if you have to go like immediately. Well, well, I'm I'm curious. I, I want to do our picks, but I want to hear your guys. All right, well, we'll run through the, the Dark Horse sweepers okay. and the Winter Pig. How about I start? Because I feel like I never start. And... Okay, yeah. I was going to give it to Alex because Alex has actually no. graced us with his return, but I'll let you go, Kevin. No, no, Pre-Madonna. I want to hear Kevin. I yeah. am the most excited here for NBC, so I feel like it is my duty. That's so, fine. You got, you got NBC's dick out of your mouth for two seconds, so you at least can speak. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, all right. <laughs> that was good, that was good. I'll give you that. Um, go for it. Right. Who's your Dark Horse? My dark horse for this weekend, I think, is going to be Chris Buescher again, just because he runs oh, wow. so good on the mile-and-a-half tracks with this package this year. I know it's going to be a little different because it's going to be hot and slick out. Um, but he... I mean, it's Chris Buescher. He's unreal, what, what he's doing in that equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I... I'm not going to say, obviously, I'll win, but I, I would not be surprised if he pulled out of the top ten this weekend. All right. Well, I uh, don't know about top ten, but okay. Uh, Alex... well, he, did it, he did it at Kansas, and I want to see the Coke Six Hundred too. So I don't see why he couldn't do it here. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good pick. Yeah, that Thank is. A good I, pick. I got He's the, usually I got the better of the dark horses. 
Um, I th- you know, I just I think with everything that happened with Priest and Sonoma, I think I think he's got a little fire under. But I'm gonna say Priest. Nice. You just took both the JTG cars. Wow. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say I was thinking about Priest. I because I feel like this race is going to be similar to Atlanta, and he would have had a top, what, top five there? Mm-hmm. If not yeah. for uh, that like, late pit road incident. Right. Yeah. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go ahead and then go on the opposite end of the spectrum, and I'm going to pick Ryan Priest's rival. I'm going to go ahead with some Daniel Hemrick action here, because okay. I mean, you know, if we're looking at Atlanta, we're looking at the tire where Hemrick was also running pretty well mm-hmm. at Atlanta. Yeah. But is and... he really a dark horse? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He has no wins. That's yeah. why I wasn't going to pick Austin Dillon. I feel like if you're outside the top, if you're outside the playoffs. Um, like, Hemrick's not even, like, leading rookie of the year, I, I think. I think Priest has got that yeah. right now. I think Hemrick, Hemrick had it going into Sonoma. I don't know how the plan. Hemrick has been, has had good runs, and I will yeah. give Hemrick the benefit of the doubt that he has had some good runs. It, 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 he always gets screwed over by something, it feels like. Yeah. So, you know, if he can get uh, the top I 10, agree. this would be okay. a really, really good. I think anything uh, outside, we'll say anything else with the top 20 points is a dark horse. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, as far as my sleeper, so, um, I mean, I feel like I picked this guy. I feel like everyone picks this guy because he is just, he, he's been on his shit this year, really. Exactly. And, he's gonna yeah, be. you know exactly who I'm picking. I mean, it, it's Kurt Busch, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Kurt Busch. I love Kurt right now. He is just, I don't, like, old guys still rule, even they ha- though they don't have as many as they did last year. Like, Kurt Busch is still the guy. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with him to have a good race. If he gets another top five, I, I wouldn't even be shocked. He has had so much experience on tracks that eat tires, and he's run – this will be like race number 30 on Chicago for him. So, I mean, he's been in the series longer than anyone else. Got to give him the benefit of out there. Yeah, Not counting perfect, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll I, here, I guess Alex. that's up to me. Um, you know mm-hmm. who's – this person has is, is kind of been impressing me lately. Not for anything spectacular, like, you know, you know, like contending for the lead or whatever. But I've seen a lot of memes with him lately. And Ooh, that's always a good sign. I think, I think Newman. Newman's, Newman's my okay. sleeper. Okay, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, me neither. I mean, he, he ran well at Sonoma. Mm-hmm. And he... If I remember right, he did decently at uh, Michigan. Yeah, I think he, he did. has been quietly like just. He's a very. I was watching like NASCAR America on Monday, and they literally said the perfect thing about him. It was like he is the epitome of a blue collar driver. He's not gonna yes. not gonna be super flashy, but he'll at the end of the day he'll be up there scoring some solid points, and that's why he's in the playoff window right now. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Still one of the best nicknames in NASCAR, too. The Rocket Man was just such, oh, yeah. a, such a great name. Rocket Man. Oh, man. I will just never forget his, his qualifying performances back in the day. Just, Light the fuse. Oh, Here comes man. the rocket. And he's on. <laughs> yeah. So, good All pick, right, honestly, Kevin. Alex. I didn't see that one coming. Kevin, what you got? <laughs> I, okay, so... Everything inside my heart wants to pick Eric Jones, but I feel like I'm going to start sounding like a broken record if I start saying yeah, the thing too much. I mean, so I'm not. Um, oh, man. But it is. Yeah, I'm not gonna win. But I am still going to pick Eric Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good plot list. Stop I, lying to me. I'm going to go with a guy who had 
would have had a top five at Sonoma, had a great run at Michigan, who I feel like is flying under the radar just because his teammates are a little bit more popular than him. Right. Um, but he's he's up and coming. Now it Daniel Suarez. Okay. Ooh, that's yeah. interesting. He I mean at Michigan he ran fourth. He would have had probably a fourth place finish or fifth place finish at Sonoma. And he he started at the back and drove his way up for the field too. Now I know he's a good road racer and should probably like a whole different animal. But I feel like he's starting to finally find his groove in SHR. He's right he's like two points behind Boyer right now on points so that's saying something yeah okay Um, that's a good pick that was a good pick so i just feel like he he has a little bit of momentum on right now even though he had a rough finish last weekend um but that wasn't to his fault so i think he's i'm not gonna say have a breakout race maybe not win but definitely a solid top 10 he definitely needs to like you know string together finishes because his inconsistency has been killing him right now yeah yeah, all right. right. He so, only has oh, he has four top fives. Okay, so what you got is your favorite. So I believe, at least what I saw last year, that NBC somehow has the power to turn a season with few winners and whatnot into excitement and I don't know fresh faces and victory lane. And this guy staying in the SHR camp. Oh my a great god! Great run there I, last you better, year. You better you. Better not pick my person. Was I mean this year? I feel like everyone expected him to do better. Eric Almarola. Okay. That was oh wow! Thing. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I you. you I know you all thought I was going somewhere else, but he would have probably won Chicago Land last year if it not been for a penalty. Or whatever. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He won he stage. He run. dominated stage one. Um, and he, he ran great at Michigan. I think he finished ninth at Sonoma. So like, he's, he's got a little bit of momentum on him right now. And I feel like just going back to a track that he's comfortable at, um, I, I'm feeling Almarola. That's not, I mean, I, I could see that working. I know it's not maybe favorite tier pick, but I'm, I'm just really feeling it. Well, I mean, if he is like... He, I mean, I don't know if he'll be the strongest Stuart Haas car because Kevin Harvick will just find a way to run fourth all day. But I mean, <laughs> it, it's not a bad pick. He he did really well there last year, and I feel like he also runs very well at Kansas, Kentucky as well. Yeah, very did, similar. He did, didn't he do pretty well at? Um, he, I know Vegas is a is a good track for him, but didn't he do well at Atlanta um, too? He stopped. Yeah, I pole. think he did. He's out of the pole. I know that. Um. Mm. I think he had a good run there. I'm really trying to find like stats now to back up this pick, and I just can't. Oh, here <laughs> we go. I found it. Yee-hee. All right. So now that I have numbers to back up my pick. Alex's um, turn. Um, oh, it's Alex's turn. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I don't know. I I, I was going to pick Boyer because I, I see, like, I think he's been having some success lately. And I think that Sonoma just listened to the uh, radioactive. I think he's got a fire under his ass. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I th- I sound like a damn broken record, but Blaney. Oh, okay. wait, you picked Blaney? Oh, I thought I wrote, yeah. wrote, wrote down Boyer. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say Boyer's stats at this track are uh, not. They're not. They're not, they're not the worst. That, I mean, in 13 races, but, he has eight top tens. That's actually very impressive. Yeah, but I, I just, I don't like. 
him blowing up like mentally at Sonoma, I think is a double edged sword. Either he's just gonna be in a bad mental state and just not race well. Or he's gonna be pissed off and drive. Or he's gonna be yeah, pissed exactly. off. <laughs> but I, I just think Blaney's been so consistent lately. Because mm-hmm. he, he ran good at Sonoma, he ran deep Michigan. And so I just, I just, I don't know. I'm just picking Blaney. I like it. Yeah, I listened to Oscar of Emotion earlier today. Uh, shout out to their podcast, and he was, he seemed pretty confident. So, and confidence is key. Mm-hmm. Damn, these picks are gonna be. This is gonna be tough for me to actually get like a pick <laughs> that I'm happy with here. Okay. Well, after reading statistics and numbers, um, I'm going to go ahead. And so this driver has has uh, he's he's got ten career starts here, and in those ten career starts, he has eight top tens. I, I mean, right there, you already have a guy that's running in like you know in in the top ten all day. I'm really trying to think who this is. That can compete. And the the th- the th- the thing is though, I'm I'm worried because I don't know how Ford's going to do, but I really wanted to go ahead and take Brad okay. Keselowski here. I think Brad is. Yeah. You know, if he jumps another restart, I'm sure you know Kansas uh, and all that really helped him. But we'll we'll see what happens with Brad. I really wanted to pick Kevin Harvick, and I'm so sick of picking Kevin Harvick every. <laughs> I wanted week. to, but I was like, I need someone. We need a non Kevin Harvick. Pick Kevin Harvick. Harvick. A fun. Kevin Harvick has not won a race in Chicago <laughs> since the first two ones, um, in 2001, 2002. I actually didn't know that. Those are his only two wins at Chicago, hmm. but he has. 10 top fives. So if he does not finish in the top five, he doesn't finish in the top 10. He has 10 top fives and 11 top tens. Oh my so God. He is, he is as good as it gets. He has the fun fact though, the driver that has led the most laps of active drivers at Chicago is actually Jimmy Johnson. He has really only two wins there. That actually Jimmy Johnson no. is not. Yeah, Johnson he doesn't have a, lot of a win. He has an Xfinity series one though. Funny enough. I don't, this might be the only track. I think Jimmy does not have a win. Besides not the only one, the but it's one of the few. Because he, he hasn't won at the Glen, he hasn't won at the Roble. Um, I think he really one. is not one at the Glen? Wow. I know, right? That's very surprising. And Rockingham. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, spot the lie. Sure, he has yeah. an average finish of nine of 9.6 here. That's bonkers. Are we still talking about Harvick? Uh, Johnson. Johnson, Actually, okay. wait, who, who's this right here? Kyle Larson has an average finish of 7th at this track. The go. Wow. That Chase Elliott, 8th. All right, well, that's uh, that's my pick. I don't know how that's going to work out, but I haven't been doing very well lately. It feels like, uh, who's my pick last week? I feel like I, you took Chase Elliott last week. Mm-hmm. I lost my paper with my pick, but it was uh, my pick didn't go too well. I think I picked Logano. Yeah. Well, Alex well, has to head out uh, Alex, right now. We appreciate your presence, and as yep, always, yep. we'll get to always talk to you. Have we'll fun in Chicago. About Chicago. Yeah, Thanks, man. Drink a lot All of right. orange juice for me. <laughs> what? Well, wait, weren't they? Never mind. It was Tropicana. It was. Else. It was. I don't know. Oh, okay. what, I don't know what. I don't know what they're famous for, but God bless. All right. Have a good one, Alex. We'll miss All right. You. Later, guys. Take care, man. Peace. I have to edit so much out for just garbage jokes this week. I know. I knew where you were going with that. I knew you had no clue. So, I got orange that. juice. What are you talking yeah. about? It's a That's Florida. Florida, thing. you, you yeah. goof. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I did not realize that the tire wear is going to be like. At more significant this weekend for the Xfinity guys. I'm I don't think excited for that. Chicago. I think Chicago and um, because they've never repaved that track. Yeah, Chicago and Auto Club are the only two tracks that I think haven't been 
behave. Atlanta. If I remember correctly. No, Atlanta, I mean, in it's in its entire history is what I mean. Oh, you mean yeah. its entire history. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think when I started watching it, like Chicago was like a brand new track. Right now, yeah. in 2019, I'm still watching the same track that Kevin Harvick won. Yeah. That's crazy. I really <laughs> hope that they will repave it in a few years. I like Kansas got repaved, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, Kansas, Kansas, did Kansas, Kansas is probably got redone. They got redone in 2012, and I think that's actually been the best repave in NASCAR because it's the funny thing. It's got it got repaved the same year as Michigan. Michigan literally has not changed at all. Michigan and has more races. Kansas is now multi races. Produces great races. So, yeah. I mean, I don't even think we touched on Alex Bowman, but I think he could do really well this. Uh, I, I do too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah second, second place. Sec, yeah, second place is always in in the wheelhouse for that man. I mean, that'd so, be that'd be a cool way for NBC to open up the season with the first time winner. That, I mean, that would that always helps ratings. I feel like, like Kyle, Kyle Larson won last uh, last year. That would have been huge. I was going to be so happy. That's still like, I I was watching that with my uncle, and I can't remember besides. The Roval finish and the 2013 Auto Club 400, me being like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, we were literally jumping up and down. I'm like a Larson fan who really isn't super fond of Kyle Busch. Like, I respect what he does, but mm-hmm. I had to pick a driver to, like, oh, who do you just like? Oh, yeah, Kyle Busch, you know, why not? Um, it, it was just. No, but, like, we, we were jumping up and down, hugging. We were like, that was awesome, man. Like, yeah. I didn't, like, I didn't hear the slide job call as it happened because we were yelling so bad. Oh yeah, no, that was it. Was just getting ridiculous. I think I was watching it at my uh, new house that I just moved into, and it was just like I was trying to keep myself as quiet as possible. As my roommates, <laughs> I didn't want them to know I'm just some goofy yeah. kid watching NASCAR. Like, imagine like, watching mean, that in a bar and like being a Larson fan. Like, oh man, I would have, I would have broken something. Oh uh, yeah, that's <laughs> man. I, I I love it. Hopefully, we get something good like that. But these cars are just so different now. It's like, oh man, to Benedetto like brought up a good point it's like like in the xfinity he watches these guys like actually lifting it's like damn you guys lift yeah like it's like holy <laughs> shit i i had no idea that yeah. that's what you're supposed to do yeah so, i don't know yeah. i'm like a little worried about this race because i feel like it's very similar to auto club being like a worn out track multi-groove and auto club wasn't the greatest race but i think that might just be because auto club the with not going super fast, like there's no really reason to run the top because it's just a longer distance here. It's pretty much equidistant. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'll even out. So like it's like Kansas. So I don't know if we're gonna have it. I hope they Kansas. figure this. It's gonna be high. Out. I feel like it's gonna be pretty similar to Atlanta, and I was there and I enjoyed that race. So well, Kansas was also a night race, so I'm I'm interested to see because it's gonna be. So hot, it feels like. Yeah, and I, oh man, I checked the weather yesterday, and it seemed not rainy. So hopefully that. Yeah, let's keep uh, the rain away, please. Yeah. I don't need a. I don't need any cautions in my races. B. I don't need any rain rainouts. Yeah, we could actually reverse that order. I don't need any rainouts, <sighs> which lead to the competition cautions. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you want to talk some uh, some uncanceling of Alexander Rossi? Hey, you you lead into that. I, I never canceled that. I did that. And, you know, I'll... Okay, so I will still keep Alexander Rossi, like, like canceled on ovals. 
as like That's just not, like as a good driver, just as a, a driver with uh you know like the will to win the race. But mm-hmm. as far as road courses go, he's 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 on this shit. So good good on Rossi, I guess. Yeah. Like I don't think I've ever seen a driver where if he gets out in front, literally has no chance. Like it it was ridiculous. I know Will Power was his crew chief like where is rossi i don't see him and he's like oh rossi's like 17 seconds ahead and willpower just like okay it's like we're running for second i guess yeah like i there was no cautions there was just there weren't gonna be any cautions really and rossi just absolutely dominated that was ridiculous like i know long beach and uh road america the two tracks where he's uh one at aren't the best for indycar um but if you can win by more than 20 seconds in a race, not due to like pit strategy or anything, just straight up whoop in the field, that is yeah. remarkable. Yeah. I think that we were a little spoiled by like Pagano at Indy, like just kind of getting that deal done with, we thought, like, oh, the road course races are going to be great again. It's like, ah, eh. it's like oh, yeah. well, Bell Isle day yeah. too, I think was pretty awesome. But like, other than that, it's really been kind of yeah. Like it obviously it helps if it rains. <laughs> obviously, yeah. So they're yeah. going to be doing Toronto, which I feel like Toronto used to be a doubleheader. I don't. I don't remember. It's not. But the rest of the rest of the schedule should be fun. So we get Iowa after that, which is always a great race in Indy. Cool. Um, Mid Ohio, which I mean, I I like Mid Ohio. I, like I think that's. I think it's a more technical course though. So mm-hmm. it's like they're not going to be passing. Like they're going to be even yeah. like less passing. So I like it for the Xfinity series, but I like yeah. oh, it's Road America for the For Xfinity some reason, too. NASCAR at Road America and Mid-Ohio are just always fantastic. So I hope, yeah, I hope either Mid-Ohio, uh, Canadian Tire, uh, Montreal gets added to Cup. Then we get to literally my least favorite race of all time, Pocono. Um, oh yeah, I just don't like that track yeah. at all for the IndyCar drivers. Um, if I'm not doing anything that day, I'll tune in, but I'm not going to enjoy it just because. I'm going to be on. I'm going to be just keeping my my covering my eyes. I just don't. I just don't like it. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Gateway, which is fun. It's yeah. a five. It's a five. I guess that's a 500 kilometer race. It says. It says the the bum. God, why Bomaretto, yeah, the Bomaretto Automotive Group 500. That has to be kilometers. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, they could run 500 miles there. I mean, I, I have no with it. Um, then we go to Portland and we finish the season Laguna Seca, which I'm so happy they're back, even though the race is probably going to be atrocious. Yeah, is that um, is that, that, that a course good, is so much fun? Is that a good track for? Racing? I don't. I honestly don't <laughs> remember because I feel like the kart series used to do. Um. Uh, Laguna Seca up until 2005. And okay. so, I mean, but I don't recall the racing ever being like ridiculously good there. So, yeah. like, cart, oh, cart race there up until 2004. Um, okay. I mean, according to this, lead changes. Um, yeah, no, it's, I mean, yeah. the, in the last four years, there were four, three, zero, and five lead changes. Okay. I think I remember Yikes. from Portland last year, I feel like I enjoyed that race. So, um, Indy, Indy Lights actually ran there uh, recently. Oh, uh, well, they ran two races there. I guess they would do double headers. Those each had one, one, two, and one leads respectively. Oh, okay. Well, that's more than F one had this weekend. Yeah. Oh God. So we'll do like that transition. 
We'll like do an that? F1 minute. I you just like wanted that? to really quickly say that, like, you know, for as far as IndyCar goes, Scott Dixon, like, spinning on lap one and coming back to finish, like, fourth. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. Just Dixon is just the goat, it, it seems like, at this rate. Um, what was it? Oh, Colton Hurt uh, almost, almost was able to hold off so many good cars with far better tires. Yeah. It's such a shame that he he was pushing that car so hard. And I, I like I say every week when I talk about Colton, it's like this kid is so good. And I just I was impressed. He held on. I mean, it wasn't the most clean drive, but he held on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, last thing I want to say about Road America, I'm glad they added that safer barrier in that very fast sweeping. Oh, right yeah, because that is awesome. That is very awesome that they added that. That is such a dangerous corner. So. Oh, and I want to say one more thing about Gateway. Um, I know this is backtracking, but what yeah. the fuck is up with that wall? That just yeah, I don't... like that's so stupid. Now it's for IndyCar. They have like a a wall that they put in there. I don't understand why that's still a thing. I feel like that doesn't meet safety standards for NASCAR. I guess there hasn't it's... been a there hasn't been a serious injury in truck racing since Terry went head on in the wall. Like it's just been like okay, yeah. let's. Let's let's just injure some of our guys real quick. It's just so hopefully dangerous. hopefully when Cup goes there and hopefully twenty twenty one. I feel like Gateway probably has the best chance out of. I'm gonna be quite track. honest. I'm coming around a little on Gateway. That was just because that was such a good race, and the fact that the strategy was just so different. Like drive, like Crucci's thought tire wear would have mattered more, and it really didn't. It's like New Hampshire, but yeah. But I'm not gonna say fun, you don't run the. Bottom I don't think groove. that's the right word because no, New you Hampshire don't run the bottom groove at Gateway. You you literally run the middle, and that's so different from New Hampshire. Yeah, it's, it's like like I know at uh, New Hampshire the last couple of years they put down the PB and J, but <laughs> at Gateway I don't think you need it to have a good. No, you don't need it. You don't need it because you yeah. you can try different grooves there, and I mean because it's just I think the corners are just so much bigger. It's like a flatter Darlington. Like it's, I think it's yes. shaped like an egg Absolutely. a little bit. Um, yeah. And having two different turns to where you're, you can never really get into a groove and be comfortable with something that is good because you want the drivers to always be on their toes. <sighs> All right. Well, I, hopefully we get Gateway. I can't wait for some announcements with that. So, um, F1 minute? F 30 seconds. All right. <laughs> I'm going to just boo the entire time in the background, so go yeah. for it. <laughs> boo. Trash. Trash, trash, F one. Literally, when people within the F one community are saying that was the worst weekend and F one's history, (laughs) something's bad. (laughs) The fans are ready to riot. It's just I like I legit feel bad for the people that woke up Sunday morning, tuned into F one at nine o'clock when they could have been sleeping until one till whenever the Indy car race started. They played themselves. They played themselves. Like point. they know what they get. My friend Jordan, our F one correspondent, he doesn't even watch the races live anymore. He records them and has his friends yeah. come over. And I ask him, like, how do you have your friends come over to watch these F one races? Like they're so just awful. And he's like, well, we're we're wasted the entire time. I'm like, okay, but still, I feel like they're even <laughs> worse when you're drunk. Like yeah. I, I can't handle that. Like NASCAR is like, way better. <laughs> Both me and Anthony did not watch it, but I... I knew like, what happened. I didn't need to watch it to know who was yeah. finishing 1, 2, and 3. Like, I, I woke up at, uh, I want to say, 9.30 Sunday morning. So it had just started. So I, I was keeping up on Twitter. Um, so I was like, oh, it should be ending by now. So I looked, and it was like no one was within five seconds of each other. Hamilton had like a 15-second lead, and I'm like, oh. 
Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Typical, typical, typical. I think only what four cars finish on the lead lap or five? Uh I want to say six. This... It actually sides oh, on the lead lap. Yeah. Wow. Good hey, I time. will give a shout out to McLaren. McLaren is is actually mm-hmm. kind of yeah. looking much better than they have in years past. Like they were they always would get written off. And I'm sure Fernando Alonso's like, fuck, I almost had this. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's our um, F one. That's our F one minute. Oh, and Williams is atrocious, but everyone knew that. Yeah, um so we already talked Chicago. Uh rounding out the field. So what do we, what do we got? Let me go hop on Reddit and see what uh I saw something interesting on Reddit earlier, and I keep hitting the wrong fucking page. So at the at the time recording this, it is a Wednesday night. I think the next four days have races at Chicagoland. Hell yeah! So what do we got? I want to say Arcus tomorrow, and then Trucks Friday night, and then. Oh yeah, we didn't even. I didn't even look at the uh, the uh, entry yet for Arca or. Yeah, did you see? Yeah, um, did you see Paul Menard's uh, uh, Quaker State car for Kentucky? Yeah, I'm not. Look, looks know. looks great. Does I it? Think it looks great. Does I think, it? I think it's it's Kinzer from. Uh, I saw Christ. I saw other mock-ups. Like I guess they were having a um, yeah thing, and I that was not my favorite one. So I'm gonna be really? like, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, uh, but no, no right. one's in the 51 and 52. This week they don't have a driver announced. Oh, for... you haven't gotten the call from Rick Ware yet? Yeah, I'm waiting for that. They've been listening to the pod. They they said they'd hit you up. Maybe they hit up. Okay, well, uh... I mean, they know how good I am at Forza. They've seen it. Yeah, so, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what they're waiting on. Yeah, come on, Rick, give me I'm one assuming... of those cars. I too can also spin my car out and hit the wall. So isn't isn't the 53 the, the BJ uh... McLeod? Yeah, it's BJ. I mean, Cody Ware is probably in the 51. All right, so both races, at least to my knowledge, where they've brought three cars have been fantastic races because it's been the all-star race and... Perfect. The Coke 600. So, no, they only brought two there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so if that holds up, we should be in for another fantastic race come Sunday. Right. Well, Ryan Priest should actually never pit near any of them, so... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> God, why, why is Reed Sorensen still in the 27? I don't, I don't know, it. but shout out to him for at least keeping a ride. I, 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 it was yeah, I mean, it was funny. So like at Daytona, so we got like a whole personal tour from Tyler Reddick and everything when I was there. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason he gets knocked out of the race is because both Rick Ware cars wreck each other coming on a pit road. And they get hit Tyler in the back. He goes up in the air, and I was like, ah, oh, no. Uh, oh man, hopefully they're they're good. They're good for. Some shenanigans, at least, so I can give. Them oh yeah, but I I would like to call a bold prediction right now. There will be at least one caution this weekend due to a Rick Ware racing entry. Wow, bold! Whether it be driver, mechanical, prediction. whatever, I, I it's happened so far, so I don't see why it can't happen in the future. I'm trying to get my. Right. <laughs> uh, I saw a rumor today on a Twitter account that has less than 200 follows, but is called NASCAR that has actually been kind of spot on um, saying that there's a rumor that Ty Majeski is going to take over the uh, 0-0 next year for uh, Custer. Yeah, I saw you retweeted that. That's, that's interesting. I was intrigued by it. Um, you know, I don't I don't know how much weight this holds. He says he has sources in the garage. I'm, Where the I'm, hell did, like, Ty Majeski come from, though? Like, what's... what's yeah, I don't, I don't like, know that pick. I, 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 he's run great this year in ARCA, but I just don't know... Mm-hmm. I mean, if Gene wants to keep the Xfinity program going, obviously they're going to keep it going with Briscoe, at least I assume. So if Gene, I mean, Gene's rich. No, here's, I don't know, $500. Yeah, I 
could see Majeski in the 98 and move um, Briscoe into the 0 0. Clearly, 0 0 is the better car, better equipment. But I mean, you know. I don't know if. It doesn't matter because you can just move the <laughs> yeah. equipment over to the 90. Because, like, technically, shit. technically, the 98 is a. It's Bagasi entry or whatever. Oh, really? But it's, yeah, it's like on the entry list, it says that. So it's. They're partnered with Stuart Haas. I don't know if that would. I like they're Stuart Haas cars, but I don't know if uh, there's a technicality there to where they wouldn't want Briscoe to go. Um, so, but yeah, that's what the rumor said. Either going to Stuart Haas or front row. Did it say? Yeah, it was. Um, it was either Stuart Haas, but more likely front row. Which I mean, I, I mean that. I mean, I'm assuming they'd give him Stuart Haas support. Obviously, for sure. You know, so that's it's another, better than him going to Rick Ware, I feel like. So that's so. another competitive car in the field, so I'm stoked. I don't know who would get the boot, whether it be... It wouldn't McDowell. be Matt Tiff, because Matt Tiff brings money. Exactly. I was going to say, I don't know if it would be McDowell David or... David Reagan, probably. David Reagan just hops around. Anyways. But I like David Reagan. I like David Reagan, too, but David <laughs> Reagan's been in NASCAR for, like, 14 years. So has McDowell, years. and at least David Reagan's won in Cup. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, well, McDowell almost won in cups, so oh. whatever. I would like I, to I would like to see uh McDowell stop spinning out on his own. Legit, I'm not even joking. I know that Ford doesn't give a lot of attention to that team comparatively to like Penske, mm-hmm. Stuart Haas, and even Roush, but like after what he's done to Stuart Haas drivers this year or to four drivers this year, being like at the five hundred, not helping Logano or with Suarez um, at Phoenix, I really wouldn't be surprised if Ford has a saying. It's like, all right, you're getting the boot, not Reagan. McDowell's just like, I want the 95 back now. <laughs> yeah. I I would like to see McDowell and Landon Castle switch rides because I think Landon Castle was far better in the 34. Yeah. I I'm, Okay, I know this is kind of a weird thing, but I haven't been super impressed with Starcom this year, and I know that's... No, why would why would we? There's that's Starcom. what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know why I expected them to be Corey LaJoy level. Like, Corey, Corey's actually had some good top 25. Corey was actually running very well in Sonoma practice, too. I yeah. was uh, hoping for a little bit more. I, I don't know if I, if I expected too much, but... We did. Yeah. Um... But I still like Landon, who's actually in the four. <laughs> Joey, Joey Logano is running the 12 this weekend in Xfinity. It's not Watkins Glen. He won't win. Yeah. Oh, oh, true. I forgot yeah. about that. No, I Shane, think... Lee, Shane Lee's in the 28. Circuit City, baby. Oh, that's... Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's the Circuit City car? Yeah. And then Jeffrey's... Oh, let's go. Uh, Jeffrey's, Jeffrey's in the 81. Hell yeah. I, I'm always happy when Jeffrey's in it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, 41, 41 cars for uh, Xfinity this weekend. That's three not making the field. That's crazy. It's... That's fun. I'm sure. I'm sure Morgan Shepard will weasel his way into the field. Yeah. Oh, Ross is in the ten. That's right. So mm-hmm. Landon's in the four. That's that's what's going on. Yeah. I forgot to ask. Uh, forgot to ask Alex about. Uh, you know, if he's gonna hang out and be best friends with Landon, so we can be best friends with Landon. I think we're all just best friends with Landon. I, I, whether, I, I whether he knows it or not, I think he like responded to a tweet of mine once. He's definitely me and him have joked on on Twitter. We have the same very dry sense of humor on Twitter. <laughs> no, I like that. I'm just a lot. little more vulgar than he is. Um yeah. Oh, your boy Riley Herbst is in the A team. <laughs> Don't even associate with <laughs> Hey, it's your boy. Oh, I, yeah, well, 
I would have actually what's, liked What's going to be your reaction if he outruns Christopher Bell and Tyler Reddick and Cole Custer this weekend and dominates every stage and wins? Who, Riley? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, he, that's not happening. I don't, my jaw. <laughs> well, like, let's say to, my jaw needs to be reattached to that point. Right, so yeah. be on the floor. That's fair. <laughs> There's no way. There's absolutely no way that Riley Herbst. I don't even think Riley Herbst finishes in the top 15 this week. That's my bold prediction. That's bold. <laughs> I mean, he needs I think to by default, if he race. just keeps it clean, he can. But then again, uh, that's a big ask. I I feel like you know if Alex is is holding true about the tires, man. I'm telling you i don't think he knows what he'll be doing out there with that, that <laughs> oh, that's true car. i haven't thought about that yeah. oh, no, I, can't, I can't wait for um one person to save an extra set of tires like jeffrey or something and then at the end there's a caution with like 10 to go so they line up with seven to go and he's the only one on fresh tires and literally just laps the field inject <laughs> in please inject jeffrey earnhardt in victory vein because that yeah. is just I, I he is so oh, great man. and just so funny when he talks. That's NBC's it's like, first race. Technically. Oh man, and Dale announces the Xfinity races too, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. that'll be great. Yeah. Oh man, B- very bold prediction though. Ryan C top five. Oh yeah. Okay, I saw him. He's sponsored by Big Green Egg this weekend. Hey. <laughs> I have one of those back at home. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, wait, are you sure it says on um on racing reference it's C two Freight Resource? Shoot. Idiot. Uh, How could you get that wrong? Hold up, hold up. Maybe maybe they're wrong. Yeah, you you use wrong. Maybe maybe they're wrong. Maybe spell Sieg. That's not says a, um says a Jeffrey sponsored by Comcast NBC Universal. Yep. Salute to service. I mean that's I think a, it's that's destiny. A sweet game it's, game. it's it's destiny actually oh, yeah. for him to win. NBC right. needs that. Um Jeff full. Green, I, I thought Jeff Green was out for the rest of the year. After Kentucky. Okay. Nope, it's this weekend. I was right. They were wrong. Screw Uh, everyone. Racing reference is incorrect. I can't. That's that's like, that's, I've never in my life had anything, seen anything like that. Jeez Louise. Green egg, baby. As far as trucks go this week, um, oh man, I, even the trucks should be fun on Friday. Trucks is always fun. Trucks have been really on point when Kyle Busch is field surprise right <laughs> right <laughs> uh, wow who would have thought that not having a, a one two hundred combined races like i guess my field be fun my bold prediction for nbc uh races this weekend is we're going to see, like so like xfinity and cup we're gonna see a guy who hasn't won yet win this weekend i don't know what series it's gonna be in i want to say it's gonna be cup of eric Amarola, but we'll see I feel like there's so many names on this entry list that I have not seen in like these numbered cars. Like, has there been a number zero Joey Gase truck this season? Like, I don't recall. Or like BJ zero or double zero? No, just zero. It's Jennifer Joe Cobb's car, and it's uh yeah. So Tyler Dibble is. Hmm. I think you said that. Norm Bennings in the six. Hell yeah. Go. Yeah, like I mean, it just like I see all these random people just added to the field all the time. I'm like, who? who? Oh, shouts out Jesse. Um, oh, I'm gonna get the same wrong. Uiji. Yeah, oh, I got it right. Uiji. Shouts out, like you know, I, I I hope he does really well this weekend. I know he's a big story, so that's what Chuck's uh, The 34. He's running for Josh uh, Ram. Ram. Okay, that's Ryum, cool. Yeah, you got Mason Massey and Josh Balicki also running for um 
in the 32 and 33. So that should be fun. I mean, there's just so many different guys that just run like during like in these races. It's really interesting. That's just fun because like I go in literally not expecting anything because I don't. Yeah, if you keep your expectations. I mean, they're mostly new guys, not like. Well, I don't know. Like Chastain's up and coming. You got the KBM guys, and it's like this could be the race where they break through. This could not. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I love Ben Rhodes. I think Ben Rhodes is awesome. Just goes under the radar. Ben Rhodes has. I I have not been a fan of him, but he has been growing on me this season with how he's been running. Him and Grant Enfinger both running very well this year, and Enfinger is just got screwed on his bad pit strategy. I guess the gateway really. Yeah, there's like he four... kind of got stuck in the middle of the field and just couldn't make his way through. Johnny Sauter's back, so we should <coughs> expect something to go wrong. The uh, the four Thor Sport trucks, three of them are in the top four in points. I want to say, mm-hmm. and then and the Johnny one, Sauter is the one that's not is the one that actually has a win. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow, we wow. It's crazy. Trucks, trucks are just continuously be crazy. Oh, I watched oh, Borat okay. for the first time after. Oh hell yeah! What would you think? Yeah. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great movie. It's funny. Very nice. I, I chuckled. <laughs> you chuckled. That's it. I, I I chuckled many times. Oh man, I All I right. think it's I think it's a, a American masterpiece in filmmaking. Yeah. All right, I'm going just on the Reddit right now. Yeah, um, hang on, because we just went through the entry list. This is the part of the show where we just kind of, you know. Go on or get on our shit here. This is where we get all our hot takes. Mike Joy had a mustache. Ew, yeah, I saw that. (laughs) Yikes. Um, Napa unveiled Chase Elliott's Daytona paint scheme that looks actually pretty nice. I like how it's like swooping, so it looks like it's actually going faster (laughs) than it already will at 210 with that. Oh, they announced uh, today. That car is sexy. Yeah, they announced today officially um, that. Daytona will be running the same package as Talladega. It was pretty much rumored and popular. I have no, pro- I have no problem ago. with it. Yeah, I'm no, interested be... to see how those runs are going to be handled, though, with Daytona being like, you know, <sighs> yeah, shorter. It's going to be... You thought last year was a wreck fest? <laughs> oh, boy. Can't wait. You ain't, you ain't seen nothing yet with this package. I, I was so surprised Talladega was that clean wait, so see long. See another Daytona race where only five cars finish. It's going to be... I'm not... That race. It's, I think it's going to rival... Um, 2017 fall Talladega with the final restart being like 10 cars. Literally yeah, running. or the Daytona 500 that also had like 10 cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, hey, I, was, I was at both of those races. So. 500 was an absolute yeah. shit show this year. People seem to forget yeah, this. Yeah, I will be. Uh, are you going? Or... So, so what happened is um, we were scheduled to all meet as a group at Daytona for the first time. None of us have actually met each other. We're all internet friends. Yeah. Um, and so Kevin is no longer able to make it, fortunately. Yes, I will be uh, in Alabama due to circumstances that I, I guess, could control, but I'm not going to say no to a free weekend in Alabama with my family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. went to a music festival and spent a lot of money. Um, I could still go. I, I have a place to crash, which saves me money, but... <laughs> Um, so far, I haven't found a ticket for under sixty-five bucks, which is frustrating. Yeah, I'll um, say that. Oh wait, never mind. You're not college. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't. I mean, to be quite fair, and NASCAR officials, please cover your ears if you're listening. Um, you know, I didn't. I was in college last year when I had a college ticket for the Charlotte race. Literally, literally, and I look like I'm in college. I dress like in I'm the in fall. College, if you if you can end up going to Talladega, let me know because I will order you a so, college ticket. 
yeah, so the thing is, I'm probably going to Talladega in the fall. So, yeah. and Kevin's already going. Yeah. And the only problem is, since the Xfinity race does not run at Talladega, we won't really get to meet Alex, probably. Unless yeah. Alex gets the go-ahead. And from the sound of it, he's probably going to spend the off weekend with his wife, as he should. That, um, that is absolutely fair. As as two people who are not married, um, we don't understand what it's like to have a wife. So, so Alex does and is doing yeah. very well in his, his marriage. So I believe that, you know, Alex knows what yeah. he's doing. As much as I'd love to hang out with him and get garage passes and go hang out in Brandon Jones. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make ends meet. I'm sure we'll have some, we'll, we'll, I've weaseled my way into a, oh, any car garage. It can't you be. You met Roger Penske for crying out loud. We, you can do probably, anything. It's very difficult. I can do anything. I can bring beer into the, into the track. It's, I'm going to do whatever I want. Um, I don't really have too much else to add right now. Yeah, let me just see. If... It, it, there's really nothing else on like Reddit. Oh, um, they changed. The... Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. So they yeah. added a passing zone for the Roble in the backstretch rather than it just being a bonsai chicane. Which honestly um... looks better. I, oh, it does look it's great. Cle- it's a cleaner look. Um, it's it's wider. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm curious to see how this will affect because this will absolutely screw guys over who are trying to run longer like strategies here with their tires because mm-hmm. they're not gonna be able to take that turn as well because it's such a flu it looks so much more like a fluid corner where you yeah. gotta get you gotta hit that exit and just start going whereas before it, it was like a shittier Watkins boot yeah no my buddy who was uh who interns there i was like props to you for keeping that under wraps it was like yeah it's not it's actually not done right now um the images they showed were actually Photoshop, and I was like, "That's a dang good Photoshop," because I thought it looked real. But uh, oh, that's not real. Yeah, right. I they mean, bamboozled me. Yeah, I know. No, uh, he was sending me pictures, and there's just a bunch of dirt uh, where <laughs> that is. Like, so I was like, "Damn, be ready." They got that shit done really quickly after the Coke 600. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't really have any. I don't have much else going on. Uh, they had some go karting on Roval this weekend. You're going full robot mode right now. I know. I've been going robot like a lot lately. I'm um, sorry, guys. I said they did go go karting on the road. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. I was. I'm. I'm sorry. I was reading what Alex wrote because I, for some reason, don't get notifications in the chat. Yeah. Which is stupid. This is why you need a computer. Or I need a computer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I have a damn computer already. Yeah. Um, Kurt Busch hinted that he'll uh, be back know, at technology, CGR technology in 2020 and beyond. So hopefully that comes to fruition. Uh, well, I mean, I don't trust anything anymore. That's fair. I don't, I don't, I don't, trust, I don't trust these. <laughs> I can't. All right. Well, um, I got some uh, some Chinese food to eat. I don't, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm already like just uh, my stomach's in pain, so I'm really pushing <laughs> the buttons here by getting by eating Chinese food. Yeah, good luck. Whatever. Have fun. Uh, <laughs> thoughts and prayers once again to Anthony. Yes, I stomach. will. This was, I think oh, what, second episode in a row. I last time I had heartburn. This yeah, time last, it's just, yeah. It, this time it's just going to be just general pain. General pain. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, other than that. Uh, we'll see you guys after Chicago, and we'll have the Daytona preview. We're going back to restricted plate racing so soon. Paper spacer, thank you. Oh man, we'll be running down a dream all weekend. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a fun weekend. I have, I do have faith in NBC though to actually have like 
decent, um, you know, going to commercial music other than running down a dream. Because during the IndyCar races, they actually have been playing. Yeah, um, like Daft Punk, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." I was, I was <laughs> very upset with people complaining about Daft Punk. I was like, "You guys really just don't like good music." I love Daft Punk. All right, I got one final, extremely bold prediction for this weekend. What? So they teased the the run down the dream intro. They showed the first like half of it. My bold prediction is that half of it, the second half, is going to be remixed into Fuel. Yeah, I I remember you mentioning that. Because mm-hmm. like okay. the behind the scenes footage was showing them do it, and this is a nice tease. I feel like I'm not going to be disappointed if it doesn't happen because I like the intro with Run Down the Dream. I just hate when they play the the guitar ripped out of and into every commercial break and whatnot. Um, yeah. It's but, a little frustrating, but you know, I I understand. They they did get better season. about that at the end of the season, so I will yeah. say that is nice. Hopefully, they don't do that. Fuel comes back, and we oh, you God, you know what I just realized? What we're gonna have to see Rutledge Wood after every single victory, uh, after every win. I can't. Do I that. I think Marty Smith is probably my favorite pit road reporter in the business right now. Isn't um, Almendinger for NBC? Uh, he's like a analyst. No, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah. So it's Kligerman then that does NBC uh, pit road. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, I know Kligerman has like a lot of haters on Twitter. I don't get where the hate comes from. I think he's, I think he's fine. I like, yeah, Kligerman. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Kligerman. I mean, he wasn't great at racing like I thought he was, but I don't have a problem. Yeah. You don't like him, do you? No, I'm, I'm indifferent. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I just I don't like Rutledge Wood for some reason. I don't know why. I just he gets on my for some reason. <laughs> he's polarizing, and it, either you love him or you know, yeah. he's not on Reddit. Like either like, you have a very strong opinion either way. His so. his perfect role is just the goofy guy that they send to the fans. Like when we're at Talladega, hopefully you're there. So I'm literally gonna tweet out NBC. I'm gonna wear my uh, NASCAR NBC NBC shirt there. And I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear my being like. Tagging them, be like, "Hey, send Rutledge down here for uh, like." I feel like NBC would be like, "Oh my God, we're gonna send him to the college now. This is gonna be absolutely wild." <laughs> but I'm like literally just gonna wear a limited edition left turns and loud noises shirt, which you can Dude, buy on go. our Patreon. Yeah, you'll sit next to me. Uh, like, yeah, let me get a quick shout out to uh, Left Turns Loud Noises podcast. Like, uh, subscribe and Becky Rutledge on NBC in front of millions of fans at home. <laughs> <laughs> Should be great. Well. Yeah. God bless. We're 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 back into the Dale Junior days. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dale yeah. Dale yeah. Dale yeah. <laughs> uh, raise hell, Dale. Praise. Oh God, what is it? Raise hell, praise Dale. Damn right. Yeah, there it is. All right, that is a punk twister and a half. When you actually yeah. say it out loud. <laughs> All right. Well, other than that, uh, we'll see you guys next weekend. I have been Anthony. And I have been Kevin. Alex was here, but until then, make sure to follow us on Twitter at na or. I'm putting my Twitter in there at LTLN Podcast. I also want to do a quick shout out to uh, what's hey, let me get this guy's name right on Reddit. He uh, he did say he was gonna listen to us, so I just want to give a oh. shout out to Freaky Fast Harvick. Um, you know, I recognize his username. Shout out. Yes, yeah. Shouts out. Uh, I, you don't deserve to be downvoted on on Reddit, by the way. People would downvote download people on reddit are just the saltiest of people so oh, you don't have you don't have the same exact opinion as me no download. yeah fuck yourself right <laughs> so shouts out and you know just anyone who comes through the podcast and, 
you know, hits me up, I'll absolutely give you a shout out. So, you know, we appreciate the listenership. Again, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's the same uh, account, LTLN Podcast. But until then, see you guys later. Love you guys. Peace. Keep your foot in it. Keep your foot in it. Still Keep your going. foot in it. Ah! Pow. I think of the old Missy. Ah, still not like cereal, milk and cereal. Cereal and milk, cereal and milk. But that 18 is good on the top, and he blocks him. Oh, he put a block he on him in the wall. He put him in the wall. But he's not going to quit, but here comes the 48 and the two of Kirkwood. Oh, man. Say that to me one more time. Once is never enough. Oh, but trouble again. Got, got in the 24. Yo. Man, Jeff Gordon took a lead. But he's driving off into the... Oh, he's boogieing down in there, baby. He's got him. Oh, I believe he's got him this time. Oh, he turned it. No. Oh, he turned oh, it. No. no. No, no. Now, here comes Clint Boyer to take the yellow flag. Oh, no. You picked a fine time to leave me, loose wheel. Hadn't heard that in a few years. This could turn out to be a big deal. All of a sudden, much cars will buy you on the outside. And you're just lying and say, wrong, wrong, what? Whoa, oh, trouble. Got oil all over those M and M's. Ah! Oh, there he goes. I told you. I told you. Oh my gosh. Checkers or wreckers? Yep. Yep. Yesterday it was coming apart, felt like O.J. Simpson's alibi, and uh, we were having some problems there. But today it's looking good.